0: The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media.
1: Well, hello there. You've walked into your favorite restaurant. The restaurant of your dreams and your heart's desire. It's been a while, but we're glad you're back home. It's another edition of Hot Sizzler Nights here... On the Napsoc Files podcast feed. Now on anchor. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy that I can do this show. You guys love Hot Sizzler Nights. The concept is this me and a guest, or some guests, people that mean the world to me. We go to a nearby sizzler. I treat them to an all-you-can-eat salad bar, and we talk about our journey and our adventure, life, and food. It's Hot Sizzler Nights, and join me now for a very special episode. He's a radio personality from days of yore, and uh, maybe in the future. He's a voice actor, a voiceover artist... He's a stand-up comic and one of my favorite people in this town. We've known each other for a long time and have seen each other through some tough times and some good. Returning back to the Knapsack Files, but this is all different. It's Tim Powers. Thank you, Kenny.
0: Really, really good to be a part of this. I mean, if there was ever a show for me to be a part of,
1: this is the
0: one on the Knapsack Files. It's really, it's, it's the. There is no more Sizzler a guest,
1: I think, in, (laughs) in your universe than me. I'm running through it. I got, uh, your Ruggirella's good, but, you know, there's something special about you, me, and a Sizzler. Yeah. And I felt it walking in. <laughs> I felt it walking up. I felt it in your text message to me days before where you just simply said, you, me, Sizzler. Uh, yeah. And the reason is, Tim and I, we go way back. We've been on each other's podcasts. Uh, Tim's been a guest here in the knapsack files. We've known each other before podcasts, before podcasts. We've <laughs> known each other when you were like, Hey, I'm starting this thing called a podcast. And I was like, Tim, I don't do that. I don't stoop as low as podcasting. And you were like, sure, cool. Uh, I'll talk to you in a couple of years when you start your own. Yeah. Well, we've been around a while.
0: The quote was, yeah, I've done radio. I don't need to be standing. I don't need to be sitting <laughs> in somebody's basement with two guys talking endlessly for 20 uh, minutes. And now here you are.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I adapted. It took me a while. Uh, and you got your show, show uh, the Coral Courts Radio Hour mm-hmm. and a lot of other things you've done. Uh, you, uh, you got, what well, you and Car had that one podcast. Uh, what was it was Fandom F- Planet. Fandom Planet. But when I was like, how do you download a podcast? But
0: beyond that yep we did we did fandom planet we had another show called uh called news of the doomed which uh, right? the feed is still out there mm-hmm. where uh my my partner at the time uh, Sax Carr and I my writing partner we uh we had we found actual news stories from actual yeah. news sources we didn't tell each other what the sources were mm-hmm. and then we'd read those stories and riff on them and right. uh it was it was comedy gold, I think. It's some of the best work I think I've done.
1: You You, you were great. Uh, you, you were also one of my favorite stand-up comics because I think you and I had the same vibe. Uh, we were really, really funny. Uh, the crowd didn't know it, Um we were fun now, okay. <laughs> The crowd knew about me. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Although there there was one night, mm-hmm. I think you and I were both in, in particularly rough spots, and uh, we were yeah. super, super hard on ourselves. And both of us- Shocking. Told jokes. Shocking. Where the, where the audience was laughing, right? They were with us up to yeah. a point. And then you, both of us, in both our sets, yeah. we, we just told one joke, and you heard, Aw. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the The best thing to get from an audience.
1: Oh, that's
0: really And here was, here was the joke I did that night. I was, I said, you know, my girlfriend is always convinced that, that I'm cheating on her. She's, uh, she's horribly afraid. Right. And, and I'm not right. But, but for whatever reason, she's, she's convinced that I am. She's like, honey, you, who is she? Who are, who are you who going is, out with? I'm like, she? honey, I'm not cheating on you. She's like, well, how do I know? I said, well, look at me. No laugh. No laugh. I Just from the back of the room by the soundboard,
1: I heard, "Oh, Aw.
0: <laughs> like, well, I'm not doing that joke again.
1: Oh, the comedy days. We've been through a lot, my friend. Yep. Yeah, I think what it is, it's <laughs> not just that we like to eat here, uh, you know, to, and, and, and leading into the Sizzler thing here. Uh, and, and the Hot Sizzler Nights is not just about Sizzler. It's about a lot of things, as an Epstein Files podcast usually is. But um, I started this because I have a, uh, I guess, a habit of, a want, a desire, and just a stubborn nature to me that I love crappy restaurants. Now, does that mean Sizzler's a crappy restaurant? No. If anyone from the Sizzler brand is listening, I love you guys. Um, but I like going to the lower-end side of restaurants. I'm not a five-star foodie. I'm none of that stuff, Tim. I'm happy with a 7-Eleven sandwich, a gas station drink, whatever you, it, it it may be. And I don't want to pull you down into that, but this show started because me and Mark Riley went to Sizzler just to have dinner before a podcast. And I saw Riley put like chicken tenders on top of, or chicken wings on top of a a bowl of mac and cheese. And I was like, why did you make that decision? I need to know. We need to talk about it. What part
0: of the Midwest is he from? Because that's what we call breakfast
1: there. uh, He's from Southern California. I'll be damned. That's how this started. And I. this is a long intro, and I'm sorry to monologue here, Tim, you're a guest, but... I've, Your show. From that moment, I have brought a lot of people from my world. Now, when I when I started doing the show, a lot of friends were like, "Oh, oh, I have to be on the Sizzler show." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." And some are on the way, right? Uh, my friend Coy John is going to be on the show. He wants to. He oh, every time I see him, dude, Sizzler, Sizzler, Sizzler. Uh, the guy's ripped. I don't know how he's going to do it. Uh, you know, it's like you can you can you can eat the lettuce there, Coy. But um, uh, everyone, it's like this. Everyone has entered the ring, but very few have survived. And the moment they've got there, their, their, their adrenaline and, and energy for the show has changed. And halfway through the meal, I've had one person push their plate away. Uh, I had Cody Hall from the Wangers up against my wall dying. <laughs> something going on inside of them. Walking up to the Sizzler, this is what Tim Power says to me. I said, ah, Tim, you're a Sizzler veteran. This is going to be great. Tim goes, I'm not just a Sizzler veteran. I'm a veteran of this Sizzler. You, you, you know the game.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I, used, I used to date a girl who lived in Burbank and and for, yeah, I, I took her to Sizzler. I, she's like, where do you want to so go? Sure. I'm like, Sizzler. She goes, what, really? Yeah. I said, yeah. And she started to dig it. She thought it was hilarious. Right? Yeah. Like she, with a straight face, she would order shrimp, shrimp, shrimp and think it was hilarious. <laughs> when you walked into the Sizzler night, you, uh, did you feel like you come home? Absolutely. Nothing had changed. I think the same people were still in the same booths. And, uh, in fact, I think the, the bowl, the bowl of, uh, of, 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 iceberg lettuce was probably still still now. And this girl we're and I through it to get to the bottom of this it. girl and I broke up 14 years ago. Ah. I've been with my wife 10 years. <laughs>
1: so I don't know if you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. No, but I mean, it, it was great. It's it, a cold night and we walked in and there was a warmth that I have not felt before. It was like, it embraced me.
0: Well, I mean, there's something to be said for my, the,
1: the concept of, of comfort food. Yeah.
0: You know, neither you nor I have particularly sophisticated palates,
1: right? I'm going to say you're 100% right.
0: I mean, I, I grew up in the Midwest, right, yeah. where pancakes are considered exotic. <laughs> and <laughs>
1: Whoa, what you putting on your plate next to the egg? That's right. It's a smushed piece of bread. Bread, you say?
0: Bread. I'll have two. Wait, what right. is that you're pouring on it? liquid sugar bring it, on. bring it on if i can lose my foot over breakfast that's that's a great day so so yeah i was all set for sizzler i mean i was mm. like you know maybe I, maybe i'll do some protein ken's like Nuh-uh.
1: no no, no. no. We're, we're just doing the we're just we're just doing the the salad bar, the salad bar. yeah and i'm like because that, right. that gives you choices now there's some other meals in there that are all right now uh, my my aunt and I—the uh, one that we used to go to—is closed down. But we, when I'd visit her over in the Eagle Rock area mm-hmm. of SoCal, um, we'd go to a sizzler out there, and I—I I would get the, I don't know if it was the shrimp, 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 but it was like pieces of popcorn shrimp. To my eyes, fell out. It just kept coming. It was so much yeah. shrimp. Uh, and so there's other meals to get. I just think the salad bar allows you to have make some choices with your life, and I'm fascinated by that.
0: It it gives you it gives you the options, and you you. Sometimes
1: you walk away from the salad bar, you learn a little bit about yourself. <laughs> you do learn about it. You, you, learn, you learn about thresholds of pain. <laughs> you learn about pushing it too far. Well, because here's the thing. Taking it to the limit you one can, more time. You can go back as many
0: times as you want. The power is in your brain. Right? But it's, it's really clever on on the part of the sizzler organization to present you a plethora of food right yeah. and you get there and you're like oh this is going to be great i'm going to i'm going to have some lettuce and i'm going to have as much you know thousand island dressing as I want and i'm going to yeah. put bacon on it and look at it they got free crackers can they got yeah, free, free crackers right and next the, to the croutons and then the food you have some and you're like
1: oh wait a minute yeah Eh, this isn't that. It's not that good. You're right. It's. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. They're not a sponsor. They okay. haven't responded to my tweets, so you can say it's what it is. But it's it's still true. I yeah. mean, it's like if you're hungry, you'll eat it. It's great, you right, know. Right. Um, but it's not spectacular. No, you know? it'll do in a pinch, even more in a pinch. But yeah, I know what you mean. I walk in, I get excited. You see me? You saw me walk in? I, oh the, yeah. The guy, because you have to order at a counter, which is always a little weird. <laughs> um. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, "Ah, oh, how you good to be back? Like, I'm I'm happy. It's only a matter of time before they greet you at the door. <laughs> Mr. Knapsack, the usual. Your booth is ready. Your booth is ready. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you halfway through like the first set, sa- the salad, I'm like so many choices. And then, you know, and I put the thousand island dressing on, which normally I would cut out of my life. But here I do it for the, the, the you know, the feel of the evening. Yeah. Uh, about halfway through, I'm like, I could probably stop eating, but I got to keep going. Yep that's where... And our like, eyes met and we're like, we just, we got to keep pushing. And here's, and they give you, for those who don't know, the, the, the unlimited, <laughs> unlimited salad bar, uh, I think is the official title, or un, yes. unlimited craft salad bar, excuse me, there's some class there. Uh, they give you the plate and they give you a bowl with a soup spoon and the bowl's got a handle on it. It's Great. a soup bowl. Um, so that you don't burn your hand burn your hands. walking with your hot soup to right. your table. So all the other guests, I would say of all the previous Hot Sizzler Nights guests, and they've all been great and they've been fun. Lon Harris, hilarious. He's such a funny guy. Had great take on it. He was game. He Lon could hang with you and I. He'd be we'd it'd be a okay. good trifecta. Right. But, uh, Cobster, Josh McCuga, Cody Hall, um, all these folks uh, who've been there before. JT was the biggest case where he just kind of, he, he pushed away the plate. Uh, I, I think... I I have to explain everything to them sometimes. Let's sit down. We're going to wait for the cheese toast. Then We can head head over there. The waiters will come up. Uh, You said this to me, Tim, and I'm paraphrasing, but you said, you know what amateurs do? They use the soup bowl for the soup. That's the custard bowl. And I was like, I love you. Yeah. I love you like I've never loved another man. (laughs) That's how you do it. And I was like, I don't have to explain any rules to Tim. Hell no. He knows. (laughs) He knows, and it's true too,
0: because I did. I, I had some of that custard in the, in the soup bowl, yeah. and the and the, the I guess should we call her a waitress? We'll call her a waitress. Yeah, yeah. she looks at me. She's like, "That guy knows his shit."
1: <laughs> you made eye contact with her.
0: Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah. I don't recognize him, but he knows.
1: He's, he's been around <laughs> the block. I've heard about him. His pictures is in the back. Watch this guy. Um, what uh, did you make? Any brave choices tonight, or just uh, stuck with your? Uh, well, I'll tell you, you know
0: we uh we matched each other trip for trip, we did we, we made multiple trips, and as I said, when I came back from my third trip third trip i said it's the it's the third trip where you where you start making decisions like, well, that doesn't look so bad.
1: I can do this, and
0: so I tried whatever whatever they're calling the, the tubular pasta. Whether it was, okay. you know, it may have been ziti, it right. may have been mostacholi, or for my St. Louis homies who are listening, right, it might be what you call muscacholi. Mm. Um, wasn't quite, yeah, it wasn't there, but uh, you know, it's uh, noodles and ketchup. I've been. <laughs> I've been a poor bachelor before and right. noodles and ketchup, noodles and ketchup that's is, all you
1: got. That's the first that's nineteen ninety eight to two thousand three for me. Yeah, I can dig it. I've and, been there. Yeah, and then you microwave the leftovers for the next three days. Yeah. Just keep it in the fridge so it's mm-hmm. fresh. Um, yeah, okay. I saw I saw you tap out and I and I respected your decision to on the third third plate. You were like, I've tried everything I need to try. Uh, I'm like Mike Schmidt in 1989. I'm going <laughs> to retire because I've I can't play anymore.
0: Well, uh, they brought the wings. You know, they remember. Yeah. On trip number two, mm-hmm. the the wings had had emptied out. Like I think right. I may have taken the last wing. You did. in that that half gallon container. Yeah. And when we went back for round three, there were wings again. Yeah. So I got a couple because I'm like, how can you fuck up fried chicken wings? On principle,
1: right? you got to do it.
0: Right. Um, and, and I powered through and, and ate the four fried chicken wings that I got, you know, um, they were, they are probably 70% coating
1: and 30% chicken, 10% question mark. That's yeah. Sometimes the question mark itches, inches up a little bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't go with them. I, I try, I go, I, I go for the meatballs.
0: But oh, I really? Don't,
1: I don't put them with any pasta. Pasta is not, doesn't sit well with me. Um, to be blunt, so uh, okay. I just go the meatballs. But here's the problem: I always have to get the mac and cheese. And if you guys listen to the Hot Sister Nights uh, show here, you could track each episode my enjoyment, love, or disappointment with the mac and cheese. And tonight, a little disappointing. Really runny, but the oh. top was burnt, like it had been sitting there under the hot sun too long so it was a weird it needed to choose a direction so am good with baked some, on top and too runny baked. The, yeah we we've, I'll know, take we've known people like that <laughs> a lot of people like that we've been in comedy yeah true. um so but then the problem i have because when, when the mac and cheese is too runny yeah uh, and i put my meatballs in the sauce down uh giggity that's what she said uh the 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 <laughs> they run together and that's they i don't meatballs and sauce and and mac and cheese don't it doesn't vibe for me. So okay. I was a little disappointed. You know what I need? And this is, ma- this. If, if anyone from Sizzler, Sizzler has lasted this long into the show, I really do think for the unlimited craft salabar, you need one of those plates with dividers.
0: The only Sizzler people listening to the show this far are the lawyers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they, they don't care. But yes, you want, you want your segmented plate like yes. an eight-year-old. I don't, I don't want my meatballs touching. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm I'm a little bit older than you, a okay? little bit, a little bit, and and I survived uh, the the food available in the 70s. Um, I did not go with the Sizzler meatballs tonight because previous experience had dictated to me that yeah. these Sizzler meatballs tasted much like the meatballs that one would get in a can of Franco-American SpaghettiOs. <laughs> And I'm sure everyone so listening to, to this eat. show yeah. is familiar with the neat round spaghetti you can eat with a spoon mm-hmm. uh and you so it with us. if your mom spent the extra four cents you got the you got right. the meatballs right and um four cents more you get the meat
1: yeah <laughs> I think that's and a, worth
0: every penny you a, could kind of tell uh franco american subsequently I think was sold to Campbell's, so I think spaghettios is now a Campbells Campbell's product. thing yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I think
1: by the time I came around, it was Campbell's mm. all the way. All right. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, so there you, you and that's that's my that's that's how I equate the Sizzler meatballs. So you're like you you and Sizzler meatballs are like uh, Billy the Kid and Young Guns too at the beginning when Bradley Whitford's like, you got any proof? You got any scars? Oh, I've got scars. <laughs> I've got scars. I've <laughs> got scars. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you. Have you ever been stuck
0: watching Captain Kangaroo (laughs) at eight years old when you're home by yourself and all you got is a can opener and some Franco American SpaghettiOs? And the microwave hasn't been invented yet (laughs) and you have to cook it on your stovetop. Do you? Well, that's what 1977 was like for me.
1: I vividly, (laughs) vividly remember the first microwave, my, Dad brought it home. We microwaved bread. He showed me, my sister, my mom. We the one thing you should never microwave. Bread, yeah. But yeah. he's just like, watch this. Do you remember your first microwave? Because you're at, what you're describing is 77, you know, and everyone's boiling things on the stovetop. Yeah. Which you probably should have done. We, we It's a healthier thing, I right. guess. But do you remember your first microwave or your first experience? With I the do microwave? remember my first experience with the microwave.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was cool that you cook a hot dog in 40 seconds. Just <laughs> slice the middle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it won't explode. You're like,
0: what? You can cook a hot dog in 40 seconds. Yeah, re- re- regardless of the fact that you should never eat, should <laughs> never eat a hot I dog. Think. But man, it is amazing yeah, how dude. us children of the 70s weren't mm. just poisoned to death, right? Because we lived on a steady diet of Kool Aid, Frankenberry, and Franco-American <laughs> SpaghettiOs, uh, and our moms chain smoked and drank Tab. <laughs> by rights most of my generation should be <laughs> should, long dead should,
1: by now should, should be good should be gotten long gone yeah, uh, yeah i was born in 76 so uh, i got experienced a lot of that um uh, you know drinking straight from the hose all those things you see on the inter- internet of in my day we did this and survived uh, we did i think we just built up this weird tolerance to whatever weird ca- uh, you know diseases were out there i don't know what i don't know the science behind it you drank from a hose in orange yeah. county in 1978 you're
0: all right kid right you survive yeah. you know the, the the dioxin spill two
1: neighborhoods <laughs> over in your in your water you're like well it's fine tim you, know? you you grew up in st louis surrounding areas yes midwest that is true go cardinals on the afternoons with josh and ken our favorite thing to do is to say uh, as jack buck would say "I we'll see you tomorrow night um which, let me- which one of you was jack buck and which one was mike shannon Uh, We're always both Jack Buck, but uh, we should ask. I should should come in and do Mike Shannon. Shannon. (laughs) You should do Mike Shannon. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Great defensive shortstop, by the way, in the 60s. Ken Boyer at third base, too. Um, Food-wise, though, we are talking at the restaurant, and and it's fascinating because a lot of Macugas, Pittsburgh, we know all that stuff. Uh, Santini's never done this show, but he's talked about it. Um, This fabled restaurant called Ponderosa. Yeah. Did you experience that?
0: Not only did I experience Ponderosa, but its sister restaurant, Bonanza. Get out of here. Uh, in the suburb that I grew up in, yeah. there was a Ponderosa that became a Bonanza. How does that happen? It's on, uh, it's on uh, uh, south, south Duchenne. It's at Duchenne and West Clay okay. in beautiful St. Charles, Missouri, 63301, population 35,000. Salute. Salute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When I moved into that suburb, it was the sticks. And now yeah. it is, it's, a, it's like back to the future, back to the future. Oh, too. it's crazy. Yep. There's all kinds of Lions people in of States. There. Um, anyway, Ponderosa is real. Ponderosa is a real thing. And it's similar to Sizzler in mm-hmm. that you walked in, Mm-hmm. and ordered at a you know ordered at the cash register you paid and then you right. slid your little tray along <laughs> while they cooked your your steak or whatever and then there was a salad bar in the middle right, you know?
1: right.
0: and um,
1: you how how well how how do you want your steak uh, as long as I uh, when I slide over to the drinks finish it then <laughs> what's that medium sure <laughs> whatever well is the bread bowl? It's it's
0: being cooked by a you know, uh of you know, twelfth grader. Yeah, But whatever. It's you know, I mean it's not it's not known for its fine dining either. Right. And you know, Sizzler as it is right now, they kinda they embrace themselves a little bit and they're like, Yeah, yeah we're you know, we come in, and get it where
1: else yeah. are you gonna get a six dollar steak, right? Right. Uh, and it's you know, it's not bad. None of it's bad. I will go to my grave, uh, probably sooner for eating all this stuff. But I'll, that it's it's it serves its purpose. Well. The Bonanza and Ponderosa franchises
0: totally embraced the cowboy culture, where you know there were checkered <laughs> tablecloths and they had the, the <laughs> you know like. The, the dude at the cash <laughs> register had a 10-gallon hat and, you Did know. Did they have to
1: speak in accents or they just had them? Yeah. It
0: you, was Missouri. Everybody had one.
1: Everyone had one. You don't say. Uh, we're going to open up the Ponderosa and the Bonanza. What's it going to be? A Victorian-era themed.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Of, now, a, listen. A okay, Napsack. Here's what we're going to do. We're
0: going to open a restaurant. We're going to call it Ponderosa, right? I'm with you. And people are going to come in yeah. and we're going to make crepes.
1: <laughs> We we at French crepes, sold, <laughs> sold. Ponderosa, come on down to Ponderosa, get your yeah. crepe shoes it If 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 the manager of the Ponderosa did not have a leather a fringed vest with a badge, I'd be disappointed. Hey, I, I'm a hundred percent certain. How close is the Ponderosa to the Sizzler? It's, it is 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 what I keep hearing. Is that's what it is? It's the they're, same thing. They're very similar. And are they still around? Would I if I lived out there? Would I be doing hot Ponderosa nights? Nope. I don't
0: think you would. Gone. I think you would. There, there may be like one or two, right? Uh, like a dude that got the franchise in 1980 or whatever. And <laughs> I'm just holding like, on to I'm not to this. giving up,
1: God damn it!
0: <laughs> but you know, the rest of it, just you know, That's they all so went under. the The one in the one in St. Charles, Missouri, I think is now a um, is now a Mexican restaurant or something. Sure, I then, don't know. It'll eventually. One of my friends from high school will probably listen to this and then call me and tell me because <laughs> he never left town. <laughs> hey,
1: those you got. You got to hold down the fort, man.
0: Gotta oh, I hold know. The fort.
1: I've heard. I've heard rumors, and by rumors, I mean some people have tagged me in things on Twitter that some, some, if not all, the Sizzlers will be gone by 2019, and this could be our final year of Hot Sizzler nights. This could be a special edition, a time capsule edition.
0: I don't know. I was nervous when they closed
1: the one in Eagle Rock, man. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And I get it. It seems to be, you know, Sears and Robinson's May and all those type of things we grew up with are gone. Right. And for various reasons, it would be a shame to me because it is a it is a affordable, fine dining for a lower middle class. And I think that's needed. So I think that'd be disappointing if it's gone.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be a, a difficult time. You know, a lot of heritage brands, especially those from our yeah. long time yeah. ago youth, uh, are, are disappearing left and right. I mean, Southern California desperately needs a freestanding Dairy Queen. I think. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. Where the all... hell are
1: you going to go on a summer night? I think the only one I know is at the Northridge Mall where I used to work. The, yeah, and it was the longest. I think it's still there. Uh, and it was the longest tenant after this guy who had a crystal sold like Swarovski crystals. Uh, he's gone the Cinnabon and the Dairy Queen of the last two when I was there 20 wow. years ago. Wow. So, but it's not a freestanding Dairy Queen. Uh-uh. So we need that.
0: No, there used to be one at uh, Lancashire and Magnolia. And it is surprise, surprise. Now really? a Starbucks. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's the worst Starbucks in the world. Yeah. That parking is horrible. Oh
0: wait. No, it's worse.
1: Yeah. It's not the Starbucks. Yeah. It's the Arby's next door to the Starbucks, which is even worse. To my friend Dan Farron, if you're listening, uh we'll take you to lunch there again soon. Dan and I, uh my friend Dan, we've met there for lunch. You love it, the Arby's? Uh no. <laughs> 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 but he, he works across the street and we had a we had a we have to we have to find a good place right on yeah uh that used to be the dairy queen
0: the pizza place catacorner
1: there yeah i used to write jokes at that pizza place oh wanna... the, the firewood uh yeah, pit fire pit fire pizza yeah it's not too far from the old portal theater where we do a lot of the live schmodowns uh wow uh Okay. Yeah, it, it's disappointing. Uh, and, and new things usually rise up and I but and I, I love supporting the mom and pop restaurants and everyone you know, there's a place nearby me, Coral Cafe, I go to all the time. Oh, that's at, a
0: good place. Yeah, Coral's
1: good, right? The desserts
0: are fantastic. Are you kidding?
1: Everything there's fantastic.
0: It's a great place to bring like a, a, a big group of people because the menu yeah. is enormous. The
1: menu, you flip for days. It's like a it's like a it's like a cheesecake factory, except for just better. Yeah. The the soul is there. Uh we I went there midnight the other night. Right on. Yeah. Uh, me and my, uh, <laughs> me and my lady friend, uh, we go, we go often, but we went because, uh, uh, a year ago we had to go to this pre Oscar event and it was the same thing we went right after. And then right. without thinking about it, we were driving home or getting our ride home from, from Lyft and, um, um. You're like, I want the best she's steak like, fries in she, the valley. Yeah, she's like, I want some French fries. I was like, well, no kidding, really? Yeah, she's like, well, Oh, I, they have the best too. Like, well, we could go, we could go to the coral and yeah. And so we we realized we did this exactly the year year to the day. But here's the problem. I am wearing a suit and she's in a in a an evening gown because it's an event. Right. Everyone there, two years in a row, is like, look at Richard Gere and his hooker. <laughs> like what are they doing and she she's so self-conscious she's like everyone thinks i'm a prostitute uh a sex worker here and i'm like i was just looking for directions so i don't know, well, I don't know. <laughs> do you know the way to the beverly regent wilshire hotel um <laughs> and we're eating in there and and no the service is always great but on, a, on the night shift there's like four people in there and they're all and all the everyone's looking at us you know like, uh, like we're a fish out of water, but then there was, a, there was a guy over there, and Tim, this is, I think you can respect, Had to be 80." had a booth in the corner, four newspapers. He was there the entire time, just him, himself, midnight. And I looked at I'm, and, and I'm looking over at him, and I'm about to say, "That guy reminds me of me." And before I can get that sentence out, Grace goes, "That's going to be you." That's
0: until right. I show up and go, Napsack, you're in my booth.
1: <laughs> in my booth. But that's why, because uh, even though you are w- very much in love and very much married and very yeah. much happy, you know, Tim, there's a part of our souls that that's us, and old Sometimes man
0: in the corner. Sometimes you just got to, like, grab a stack of comic books or a, or a, or a <laughs> newspaper and just, like, sneak <laughs> off into a restaurant booth and go, yeah. I want a hamburger, I don't want to see the bottom of this glass,
1: <laughs> and I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look up and we weren't laughing at it. We were, I'm not one of those people who's going to publicly make fun of. It. I just was looking over with awe. And I'm oh like, cause I went, I went to the sizzler by myself one time and it was the most freeing experience I've ever had. I, I skipped to the loo and walked over there. Like, hello everybody. Yeah. I'm here alone. And they all kind of like, is this guy gonna be Okay. <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. Has he got a, like an
0: ankle bracelet or something like that. <laughs> What's he doing What's he, there? What are we 151 feet from a grade school? What is this guy? You actually got salad.
1: A lot of people, well, it's not incredible that a guy my size would eat salad. I mean, no, no, I do just, it a lot. Uh, no, 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 you're not, you're not big, Tim. You just, you know, you're like me. Uh, you enjoy sometimes frozen yogurt for breakfast, but um. <laughs> to go with those pancakes. If,
0: if I am no, the a Fred, lot of, a lot If of, I am the Fred Flintstone of our world, you're the George Jetson <laughs>
1: of the that's, world. That's great. Yeah. Um, a lot of people I take don't get the salad of the unlimited craft salad bar. What but the hell else you got to set up your meal.
0: You got to set up your meal, but you also got to fill yourself up because if you eat like <laughs>
1: just the meatballs. Well, like
0: okay. The taco, right? In fact, we oh, need to you talk may, about it. Yeah, let's talk about the taco. We need to talk about the taco While we were crossing the street, you were like,
1: tacos, tacos,
0: sizzler tacos. Right. Because mm-hmm. an appropriate sizzler taco mm-hmm. comes in a shitty, cheap cornmeal tortilla. Right. That's basically one large Frito that you just fill <laughs> with grease and cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this thing mm-hmm. was clearly a flour tortilla. Oh, no. And it crumbled... Oh yeah. When I touched it with my hand to take the bite, to take the bite. It didn't even you it, constructed it. Oh, I of course I constructed it. And you didn't put
1: a lot in there. You had meat and cheese if that was it. Yeah, uh, because if there, if there
0: was strangely the craft salad bar was out of appropriately shredded lettuce.
1: Yeah, we I think we came on a cold rainy Burbank night because lettuce was uh, an issue. Yeah. Yeah, so you were you, but you were disappointed with the taco. I
0: was disappointed with the taco. It crumbled before it got to my mouth. That's so the points points right off there. Yeah. It was not a corn tortilla as God intended tacos to be. Right. And uh, and yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I don't ask for a lot. You don't. I Jim. especially don't ask for a lot from Sizzler. You're a humble man who drives a Toyota Celica. <laughs> I don't know not anymore. Not Any more. It's a great bit. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's a Mazda 3, which is essentially the same yeah. thing. Yeah, that but was still. it. Still, um, and it, you know, all I all I want is a taco that holds its shape while I eat it, and, and and they couldn't give it to me, Ken. I mean, is, I it, is it so much to ask? For, it felt you, bad. We pay thirty five bucks for a meal. I just want a taco that that
1: stays together. Tim, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> There's well, still custard and ice cream to have. Oh, yeah, there is. And the cheese toast. And, and the cheese, cheese toast. toast yeah. I have to, because everyone, uh, you know, a lot of the guests have never been. They've never been to Sizzler. Or I get this. I can't remember the last time I've been in a Sizzler. And I was like, oh, two. You know what that is? Me. That is
0: bullshit Hollywood you think po- so? posturing. You
1: because think so? Because if you've
0: lived in L.A. six months, you <laughs> two things have happened. You've gotten a parking <laughs> ticket.
1: <laughs> and yep. you've been to Sizzler? Sizzler? Third, I'd say Denny's at two in the morning with friends, but yeah, yeah, I'm surprised, but I've even had some people who said, I've never heard of this place until you invited me. Oh, that's total horse shit. It might be a generational thing. I think it was one of the, some of the younger guests, but, um, I have to go back and listen, but yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, you knew it, you dominated it, but I felt bad because you know, the taco crumbled and, and it wasn't your fault. It wasn't. No, it's not my fault. You gotta let it go, yeah. Ken. Ken, you gotta let it go. Yeah.
0: Um, this one's not you. This one's not. Of all me. the misery that I've encountered in my life, this one's finally not your
1: fault. Uh, we joked him, but we we we've always struggled with um, you and I've struggled with big things, big yeah. things. That's why we're connected. But it's also a lot of it might tie to food. Are you you're like me? If I'm feeling down, the first place I'm gonna go is a Del Taco.
0: Pizza for me, but
1: yeah. Pizza. Yeah. So that's, Sizzler's dangerous because sometimes it's so, you know, there's no rules. There's no limits. Well, there's probably, yeah, actually there's a rule. You can't get the ice cream to go. I've tried. I don't know. Um, you've, you've
0: been cut off in other restaurants. Uh, Have you been cut
1: off at Sizzler? No, I haven't been cut off at Sizzler. Okay. I Because I'm older now, I'm wiser, but also my stomach's not as large. All right. In my youth, I might have been, sir. You're taking advantage of what's. You've going told on. the you've told the Red Robin story, right? I've told the Red Robin stories, and I've told the Chili story. Where oh the, yeah, the Chili story. Yeah, that's the what, the, wa- that's what I'm thinking of. the waitress after 19 Doctor Pepper said, "I'm not doing it anymore." <laughs> uh, now I realize she was probably trying to keep me alive. Um, so yeah, <laughs> she's laying awake at night going. That strange
0: man still has his foot because <laughs> I cut him off after nineteen Dr. Peppers. I don't
1: know. It's great, sir. You and I tipped very well tonight. Yeah. Um, what I here is what I appreciated about our our uh, waitress tonight. Yes. Because um, she shows up, you you show her the ticket, and she's oh salad bars. Okay, here's your plates, and then she <laughs> says this this the best question in the world. Do you want cheese toast? And Tim and I both were like, "There's only one reason to live." Yeah. Please. So here's what I like, what she did. Did you pick up on what she did? Tell me. She brought four pieces for two gentlemen. Yeah, she did. She saw two gentlemen with ample appetites and the abilities to to eat. And she brought us four pieces of bread. Mm -hmm. I have been there on nights with three guests and two guests. And I've been served three guests, three slices, two guests, two slices. She looked at both of us and said, you guys are A-plus players. You guys have been to the majors before. I'm bringing you four slices, and I respect that. I love that. See,
0: this is where your newfound optimism is so beautiful to me, because in my mind, yeah, at 4:30 when she showed up for work, yeah, the manager goes, "Hey, Inez, listen.") Uh, this cheese toast is about to go bad, so will you get it out to as many
1: people you, as possible? Tonight? You think it was that? I don't you know. Think it was that? <laughs> Look, I, re- I respect that. Sometimes it's offensive, um, <laughs> mostly on the force center side of things. But I have my friend Steve Ellis and my friend Alex Backus. They work right. for a, a. They have a show, a Star Wars show called Black Series Rebels, and and they shoot out in Northridge. Oh, well,
0: you like and, Star Wars,
1: huh? Uh, a little bit, a little okay. bit. Um, Great guys, and and, uh, they shoot out in Northridge at a studio not too far from where I used to work at the Northridge Mall. Okay. And a lot of times when I'm on the show, like, hey, we'll pick you up, because they both live near me. We'll go to the Red Robin at Northridge. And I'm like, that's where I'm a Viking. Let's do it. So the last time we were there... Steve, Steve, Steve is uh, is a bigger guy. I'll be first to tell you, he's a bigger, tall, very tall dude. Right, uh, bigger dude. Um, and is he Matt Key tall or is he like he's normal, Matt tall. Key tall oh, Jesus. but but he's he's a large boned gentleman. But right. uh, love love, he's one of the best people out there. Um, but he and I, same thing happened. We were eating dinner, and Alex was tapped out, and we said to the waiter, uh, "We'll have one more basket of fries because Steve and I were going to split it." Right. He looked waiter went sure returns with two baskets of fries <laughs> <laughs> and the look that he had given us before when he walked away that sure yeah. had an eye glance of these two gentlemen have never requested one of anything at a food, <laughs> at a restaurant <laughs> and. When he brought it down, there was he leaves and you know Steve and I are very nice. We go thank you, we go thank you, and he walks and there was a pause and then Steve just kind of you know we make eye contact. He's like he brought he brought two baskets for us. We finished them. That was he was not wrong. Duh, but but anyways the flip side. So I was a little down that night, but this tonight I was really I, I I took it to heart that she brought the cheese toast. That's very sweet. Ample amount of cheese yeah. toast well
0: she took good care of us you know we looked, we tipped very well we never saw our, our glass never went empty right we always had clean plates mm-hmm. she took our she took our dirty plates and our yeah. forks and brought us clean forks oh a so second set believe of it or not yeah, we use utensils when we eat <laughs>
1: I know it doesn't so look So like we dirtied
0: it. them and she brought us she brought us clean ones. She was all over us. Uh yeah. I mean and granted there were probably what, six tables. Yeah, there were 6 that tables night. So, tonight, so it wasn't, yeah. you know, a, a particularly busy night. No. Um no. I mean, I have been in that sizzler yeah. during a Dodgers game. Uh oh,
1: yeah. and it's full and it's there are people spot. watching the game. Yeah. I would too if I was over here, if I was a man of a certain age and I was alone in the world, I'd probably head over there and watch a game, be my bar. Um It'd be, uh, be like going to the, uh, the, uh, the, the, French dip, uh, what is it? Philippe's over near the stadium to yeah. go, go there on a game day. It's a, it's a pregame spot. Whew. Um, yeah, she was good. She was good. And, and I, and I, I, was, I was actually, uh, impressed. I only spilled something on myself at the bar. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. I'm I'm bad at that. Yeah. I know it doesn't, I know it seems shocking. Man,
0: it's, I mean, you and I have had hundreds of meals together. I- <laughs> we have whatever
1: it you, doesn't and, matter. you and I have had, it's been a long time. So I love uh, bringing in people of a long history and rapport with you and I have had some meals together where it was hopeful. Let's try to work on something. Let's uh, just catch up as friends. And we've had those meals where it's like, oh, I need you to come out.
0: Yep. I and, need and, a, and we're need just sitting at the other side of the table from each <laughs> other, just eating our food, N- nothing like almost no conversation. Yeah. Just like, I, you're here. You're
1: here. That's all so I need. that I don't take this entire bottle of pills. <laughs> it's work. I, I I love um I have I have memories of meals. Okay. Yeah. And and uh oh that one was so good at that time we went to that row, Damon's and Glen and Glendale love. There is a place on Colorado Boulevard near Eagle Rock. It's a it's a hot dog place. It's near a Taco Bell, I believe. Yeah. And you and I went there one time. You, we, I we went out to your house. Yeah, man. Freedom. I will drive by that, and one time I walked by like My aunt lives nearby, and we were out walking. Um, I, I, I pass it, and like it was a tear of nostalgia for the the hot dog meal you and I put down. and you say don't eat hot dogs. We should heat our own warmth. They got some great hot dogs there, but that was one of those meals where about halfway through I said, "I'm seeing colors that didn't exist before here and uh-huh. I think I'm dying." Yeah. But I've got to go on. Do you remember what you got? Uh I got I might have got like a western dog type of situation. I think there was basically a double western bacon cheeseburger on a hot dog on a hot dog bun. A bun. Yeah. And I got something else cuz I got a Chicago style dog. Because that's they make why, the best Chicago style
0: hot dogs outside you. the Chicago area, yeah. right? Cause it's, it's a full on your Chicago listeners will dig this because yeah. it's a full on Vienna sausage.
1: Kyle Harlow check in on right,
0: right on. on. It's uh, it's uh, the poppy seed bun, yeah. the neon green mustard, the yeah. celery salt, the peppers on top and everything. It's, it's, it's as official as Bozo the clown.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, if they sold old style, that's how I'd wash it down. Um, but yeah, they, uh, okay. Yes there and it's walking distance from my house yeah um fortunately i'm averse to walking <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
0: <laughs> i'm not there as often as
1: i'd like but yes i can't i mean i'll i don't know if i'll ever go there again it was it was so good a plus endorsement but i i walk by and i number one i miss you and think about you and wonder how tim's doing and then i start to do that <laughs> as i pass by because i just remember being so full yeah the buns, everything about it, there. But yeah, it was it was an adventure, and we
0: just had like I think like two dogs or a dog and a half. It was two dogs, like two dogs, and uh, and tots. Utah, and, get me two. And soda. yeah. And I mean, okay, so when you're. When in the greater northeast Los Angeles area, specifically Eagle Rock, be sure to stop by Mia's Hot Dogs, M-E-E-A-S, Mia's Hot Dogs, on Colorado (laughs) Boulevard in beautiful Eagle Rock, California.
1: Absolutely. Check it out there. Final part of our journey tonight was the dessert. Yeah. Uh, We took our soup bowls. Uh, That's where... Because
0: that's the way you're supposed to do it.
1: In my day, we put ice cream in a bucket and put our faces near the bucket. (laughs) Yeah. You and I, cause they give you, they give you, for those who don't know, they give you on her, her third or fourth checkup on us. The the waitress will say, uh, uh, Hey, um, anything else? No, I'll bring you some more plates. And then brings two little sample sized clear plastic ice cream dishes. You called it, what did you call it? Like an ice cream, Uh, ice cream shot, ice cream shot. And it's like, that's probably the more healthy, respectable choice. Get a spoonful of ice cream. Yeah. But I'm at a sizzler. I don't, uh, if you're at a sizzler, you're probably not the type of person that eats a spoonful of ice cream. <laughs> that's um, a good point. So that's why you and I upgrade to the soup. But we did, we diverged. We went different directions. Yeah. I go for the custard pudding. Uh, there's this little cream thing. I don't know quite what it is. Uh, I go for that combo. You go, f- you go. I, f- I went
0: full on there. You know, I, I, the little machine there you know yeah. part of me is still nine years old where i think it's cool to work the lever and <laughs> and watch it watch it turd into your bowl you know yeah, slowly and, turn. and in the back of my head while i'm watching it go into the bowl there's a little fourth grader in my head going <laughs> <laughs> he
1: uh, turns 50 next month folks it's 50 true next, i do next month. um i'm not <laughs> i'm not lying and I'm, I'm not just saying this for a podcast. Uh, I looked over because I had to go around. Someone was blocking my path. Yeah. They were taking way too long to build their nachos. Um, I have my custard pudding combination, and I come back around with my soup bowl, and I looked at your ice cream, and it had fallen into your bowl like a professional. Thank you, Ken. What do you do? Because with me, half of it ends up on my thumb. The little knob at the end is drooped over. Fallen over like it's a sad Smurf or something, and I have to, like, clean everything. Yours was perky. It was... uh, It was... It was uh, just swirled perfectly. Little tiny caverns where you could put sauces and nuts and cherries. Mm -hmm. What's your secret, You start up close to the nozzle... Okay. uh,
0: ...at the three o'clock position. Oh, that's specific. And then loop in a counterclockwise position... (laughs) In concentric circles until you build a pyramid. Okay. And then you drop your bowl about maybe three inches while it's still coming. Right. And then stop. And then it will plop into uh, the top of the pyramid. All right. Looping over your your pyramid of ice cream so that you have a trough for the chocolate sauce right Ah. next door. And you create a little pool for the chocolate sauce on the opposite side. Yeah. Where your uh, where your ice cream plopped down, and so and it maximizes your uh, your space.
1: That is uh, it's, a, it's it's poetry what you just said. Thanks, and, and it looked it too.
0: I'd like to thank the makers of Lipitor <laughs> for uh, for tonight's meal.
1: Uh, I'd like to thank the group and ourselves and I hope we passed pass the, the audition. audition. Yeah, um, it was beautiful work, sir. Thank you. It was beautiful work. Thank you. Not many people appreciate my ice cream I, artistry. Game recognizes game, and I. Uh, <laughs> I I am a I'm a master in the frozen yogurt thing. There's a whole thing to it, and I get really upset when people don't don't do it right. Um, you, there's there you can personalize it and make it your own, but there's there's yeah. a way I do it. But I looked over. I'm not lying. I'm not just saying this for the show. I was like. <laughs> Hot damn, that is a good bowl of ice cream that guy poured. Thank you.
0: Um, I'll tell you, the th- one yeah. of the things that disappointed me yeah. was the chafing dish full of whatever pie question mark uh, thing yeah. there is. Did they have the bread pudding out? I didn't Completely see. empty. Whatever oh, okay. it was, yeah. there was just crust. Uh, surrounding the top of both, it was. Uh, it, I was too
1: late to the game. Like a Velociraptor had eaten, uh, eaten a lawyer. Yeah, uh, just uh, eaten, 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 eaten.
0: And uh, I mean, it's it was what seven thirty, seven forty five. Uh, it was seven thirty
1: on a Wednesday when we recorded that, and I do. So you know f- it'd been there a
0: couple of days because yeah, there's no way they blow through that. It's like when,
1: yeah, it's like when you go to a grocery store on like a Sunday night at seven o'clock and they close at eight, and they haven't got the stock in. Yeah. And you're like, I need a loaf of bread. Uh, we're out until nine. <laughs> <laughs> can I just can you open up a pallet in the back? Nah, we're no. good. We're good. No. We're good. Uh, hey,
0: Grace, tell this guy we need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell-
1: <laughs> uh, we're almost done here, Tim. But uh, this has truly been... A wonderful food adventure.
0: Any time you and I get to share a microphone, it it yeah. just it brings us back, you know, to to we, stuff we knew we should have been doing years ago. Oh
1: my gosh! And I I'm foolish. I should have adjusted to the podcasting world sooner. But uh, you were one of the ones who, you know, here's what I like about it, Tim. Um, when I was so smug and against podcasting around 2007, eight, nine, and ten, um, you you didn't you didn't fight me on it. You didn't force me. You just went okay. And then when I came into the fold, you were the one who got me started. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. The Knapsack Files, when I launched in 2013, you were the one I wrote and said, how do I do this? What? And you gave me some of the first gear I had, a little Radio Shack, little mixer, some yeah. microphones. I don't know if I've ever publicly acknowledged, Tim, that you are the reason the Knapsack Files happened. So thank you. You're welcome. And... Uh you never ever said I told you so until maybe now when I'm established and we can joke about it. But in all honesty you never did that. You just said, Yeah, this is what you should be doing. I knew you'd find your way, man. Yeah. I knew you'd find your way. And that means a lot to me. So glad to do it. Thank you so much.
0: Man, it's always it's always cool to yeah. uh to be to share a microphone at the Knapsack Files always, and I love it when you reciprocate and and join yeah, me on Coral Courts.
1: Absolutely, there's an episode up there that's great. Um, you, you out there listening know I love music, and and you know you've heard the stories of a rock DJ past that I had, which Tim had as well, even longer than I did. Um, so we got to go do his show. I did a show, Coral Courts Radio Hour, and we talked for two hours about ten of my favorite songs. Yeah, um, that's still up, and people can find it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, tell them where to find all your wonderful work, Tim. Well, let's see. The Coral Quartz Radio Hour is a presentation of Deep Dish
0: Radio. And so if you search your podcast feed for Deep Dish Radio, you will find uh a a podcast in transition it started out as an interview show where i interviewed people like bobby hart the guy that wrote last train to clarksville or pf sloan the guy that wrote uh, eve of destruction or hits Mm -hmm. for the turtles um or cliff nesteroff who wrote an awesome book about about the history of comedy have you read that Uh, yet? i have not oh my god can you gotta read this book yeah um and uh and i transitioned because frankly I wanted to play records yeah and so uh, I developed the choral courts radio hour Love it. Um, which is just me playing records and inviting my friends in to bring stacks of vinyl that uh, that they think are interesting and you yeah. were uh, part of the inspiration for that so I said hey can you bring hey, give me give me a list of 10 songs that are important to you yeah and you did after narrowing it down from 500. <laughs> And, uh, and, it, and, and we walk through and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it's, I, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. We had so much fun at that. It was fun. And, uh, so if you want to, if you want to learn a little bit about Ken musically, he basically creates a little mixtape for you right there on my show. So look for, uh, look for Ken at the deep dish radio podcast feed. The show is called Coral courts radio hour. Uh, I am also the voice of, uh, comic book resources, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Debunked. I'm, I've written and voiced uh, some of the debunked videos on their YouTube feed, okay. and uh, yeah. a lot of voice work that under NDA I can't talk about. Sure, that's but. The man, uh, but you will hear various and sundry uh,
1: intonations of my voice coming out of radio and computer speakers all over the country. Love it, love it, love it. you can follow Tim online and places like Tim R Powers on Instagram. Yes. Uh, Tim is funny still on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, Not, not Tim. Your na- Tim is funny is the name. Is it's, the Twitter it's, feed. It's Twitter feed. I, it, I, I basically keep that just so that I can
0: make jokes about the, the
1: fantastic relationship you and Joe Starr have. I was going to say that's the only time I really see you pop up on Twitter <laughs> is when Joe Starr and I communicate because you know both of us and you'll you'll say something snippy and snarky. Well, and you're and I so love cute it. together. We are really, really are. really very cute. It's a great love. We finally found each other. So please out there, if you're listening, <laughs> um, follow Tim, listen to his shows, give that show a chance and try it out. Coral Quartz Radio and Deep Dish Radio. I won't even ask you for money like Ken does. Oh, speaking of that, I want to thank everyone on Patreon who supports me, uh, including my executive producers, David Ham, Thomas Risling, uh, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon, Bador, Matthew Maroney, Matthew Thompson, Tamor, and Abdul, Nicky Baldwin, Donald Long, Nathan Ovendale. Those are my executive producers, supporters on Patreon. You can support me at patreon.com slash Ken Knapsock Switched it. No longer The Knapsack Files. Patreon.com slash Ken Knapsack. Also, The Knapsack Files has moved to Anchor. Um, it, at the time of this recording, it is in transition. By the time you're listening to this, this will have happened. You can uh, like the show on Anchor, but it's available on a lot of different spots, uh, including Spotify. Uh, check that out there. You can also support the show directly on there if you want. But as I always say, the best way to support this, if you like what I'm doing, just Listen, number one, give me a rating and review. Spread the word. Help grow the Knapsack Files here in 2019. This podcasting thing, Tim, it's sticking around. You think? You I, hear that? Yeah, it's uh, it's got a little more lasting
0: power than the than the CB radio. You know, and, <laughs> and in addition to all of your, your Patreon and stuff like that, yeah. if you just want to hand Ken cash. Do uh, that. Yeah, between, uh, between 3 and 5 p.m., yeah. seven days a week. Ken's usually at the corner of... Uh, of, uh, of, of of Burbank and uh, Burbank <laughs> gonna, and Verdugo.
1: I'm gonna let you the, slide until done, yeah, you do it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Got it. You hit it. That's not even the right intersection, but they can find I wasn't going to give you the real intersection. No, I know. That's true. I got to learn better about that. Uh, speaking of that, I do have a mailing address if you want to send me something. A lot of you do, and you send me some great stuff. I got some candies from Norway, from Christian underscore seven, some great Game of Thrones stuff, some fan art, all those kind of things. Uh, I do have a uh, mailing location, 3727 West Magnolia Boulevard, uh, box. 728 Burbank, California, 91505. I don't live there. Don't go searching for me. I ain't there. And I ain't always at the Sizzler, though it does seem it. Tim, thank you so much for coming on in. (sighs) Glad to do it. We've enjoyed ourselves here on Hot Sizzler Night.